0: Thank you so very much for joining us as we take a look at the book. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. I'm glad that you could take a few moments to be with us. We're going to be studying the book of Ezekiel. If you have never studied the book of Ezekiel, this is one of the great books in God's Word. It's, of course, a very prophetic book. You're going to love the book of Ezekiel and the prophecies contained within it. Today, we're going to look at the prophecy of the PLO are Esau and the Palestinians. What happened to Esau? What about those people, those Edomites that Esau brought into existence? Well, that's our study for today from the book of Ezekiel. We're going to chapter 35, so get your Bible ready. This study is from a five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration. And that's available to you if you'd like to get your copy. We'll tell you more about that after the study. But right now, let's study about the prophecy of the PLO.
1: Turn with me now to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 35. And again, I remind you these mic stands and the pulpit representing the three main events in God's calendar of activities in the future, the rapture of the church. Separating that from the second coming of Christ will be a seven-year period of time the tribulation, then the pulpit, the second coming, the thousand-year millennial kingdom, this might stand representing the great white throne judgment, and then eternity, the future, new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. In Ezekiel, I told you the other day, basically we're seeing signs for the Jewish people of the return of Jesus Christ, the coming of the Messiah, and the events that happened during this seven-year period of time. At least they culminate to their complete fulfillment. Uh, everything has to be set in motion prior to, but we come at this point in the book of ezekiel chapters one to thirty two it is a message of retribution, starting in chapter thirty three through chapter forty eight the last sixteen chapters a message of restoration chapters thirty three to thirty nine restoration of the kingdom people this is i 'm simply repeating your outline I gave you in chapter forty to forty eight The restoration of the kingdom practices. We'll deal with that tomorrow. But just let me again look with you. Chapter 33, he restores Ezekiel as a watchman and restores his speech, having made him dumb, not dumb stupid, dumb can't talk, for seven and a half years of his ministry. Now in chapter 33, he gives him his tongue back. He loosens his tongue and restores him and gives him a message of restoration. Chapter 34, we deal with the 18 I wills, starting in verse 11 all the way through verse 31. 18 times he said, I will find the people wherever they have been scattered, the Jewish people. I will gather them into their land. I will set them up in their land. I will feed them in their land. I will take care of them as a shepherd would his flock. Chapter 36, we talked about the land. 30 five times in chapter 36 he refers to the land of Israel and what is going to happen chapter 37 remember that is the message of the valley of dry bones and that's a three part prophecy the bones coming together the flesh coming on the bones and the breath of life being breathed into those bones the bones coming together is the regathering of the Jewish people. The flesh coming on the bones is the restoration of a Jewish state. And then the breath of life being breathed into these flesh-covered bones, the regeneration of the Jewish people as well. Chapter 38, we looked at yesterday, and we did not get into chapter 39, but it is a continuation of uh, what happens when the alignment of the nations come against Israel. Jerusalem, placed in the center of the earth with all the nations around her. Ezekiel 5, 5. And then these nations form a coalition, come against Israel in the last days. They're destroyed. I believe chapter 39, verse 2 says all these attacking enemies will be wiped out, or at least five-sixths of them. Five out of every six people of these nations will be destroyed. And it talks about the burning of of their weapons and then, of course, the uh, burial of those who are killed. Uh, we'll get to chapter 40 tomorrow, but what you have just been hearing me talk about is the restoration. They're going through this alignment of the nation situation because in Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 18, God dispatches Jesus to come to give the victory so that they may know. That phrase is used 17 times in the book of Ezekiel in these last chapters, so that they may know that I am the Lord. He does what he does so that they may know so that the Jewish people may know and turn to him, so that the Gentile people will notice him and turn to him because of what he does. Remember I told you, uh, maybe I didn't, let me just, if I did, repeat it. In John chapter 13, actually in Matthew chapter 16, he is at Caesarea Philippi, the northeast corner where Mount Hermon is, where Syria, Lebanon, and Israel all come together. That's Caesarea Philippi. That's where Jesus went, and that's where the transfiguration took place in chapter 17 of the book of Matthew. From that point, that's where, of course, Peter also said, Thou art the Christ the Son of the living God. From that point, Jesus said, I am going to have to go to Jerusalem. I will die, I will be buried, and then I will resurrect from the dead. He made that statement there. That's when Peter started to rebuke Jesus. Now, isn't that interesting? Have you ever done that? You know, just praise God. And then in Matthew chapter 16, Peter has just uh, praised the Lord, uh, said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, the Messiah. And then in the next verse or two, he says, You can't do that, Jesus. And then Jesus says, Get behind me, Satan. Well, from that point, he starts to tell his disciples what's going to happen at the crucifixion and his resurrection all the way down through the Jordan Valley all the way up the backside of the Mount of Olives all the way into the city of Jerusalem he's making a statement they're in the upper room in the old city of Jerusalem he's having the Passover Seder the last meal with them they refer to it as the last supper actually a Passover Seder and in his conversation John chapter 13 he says I tell you this before it happens so that when it happens you can know I am who I said I am. That's what's so great about studying prophecy. He's telling us before it happens so that when it happens, or as we see it happening, we can be excited. You've been coming to, oh, these studies are great. Well, the Bible is great, and prophecy is great. That's what you're excited about. I woke up this morning, and and uh, some of the things I'll share to you tomorrow, I saw on the Internet coming out of Jerusalem. It blew me away. I've been floating since I got up this morning, because of what the Word of God says and what is even coming to pass as we speak. And so that's why he's laying this information out. Now notice what has been going on. I have been talking about a message of restoration. But wait a minute. If you paid attention, I went chapter 33, chapter 34, chapter 36, 37, 38, and 39. Missing chapter 35. Chapter 35. I want you to notice something here in chapter 35. Chapter 35, here is what is said to Ezekiel. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Mount Seir, and prophesy against it, and say unto it, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O Mount Seir, I am against thee, and I will stretch out my hand against thee, and I will make thee most desolate. I will lay thy cities waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Go down to verse 8. And I will fill his mountains with his slain men in thy hills and in thy valleys, and in all thy rivers shall they fall. They are slain with the sword, and I will make thee a perpetual desolation, and thy cities will not shall not return, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. A pronouncement of judgment. Right here in the middle of a message of restoration, a pronouncement of judgment. I am going to make you desolate, Mount Seir. In fact, if I could take you to other places this morning, I could go to Jeremiah chapter 49, verse 18, where it says Mount Seir will be as Sodom and Gomorrah. The book of Obadiah says they will be as if they'd never been. There's more pronouncement of judgment on Mount Seir than any people and the entire whole Bible.
0: Thank you so very much for taking a few moments to study the Word of God with us. It's always a joy for me to gather around the Word of God and look at the prophetic passages, passages that help us understand current events in light of biblical prophecy. And as we come to that understanding, I'm convinced for myself, and I'm sure you probably feel the exact same way, we are quickly approaching the time when Jesus Christ is going to come back that's what we glean from our study of God's prophetic word. Well, again, thank you. If you'd like to have your own copy of Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration, a five-hour audio series on CD from the book of Ezekiel, we study the entire book. You can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Toll-free from across America. Call up and the people will help you here at Prophecy Today to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD. Again, it's Ezekiel, Retribution or Restoration. By the way, you can go to our website and make your order as well. The website address, prophecytoday.com. Now, thank you so very much again for joining us. I'm sure that our study today gives us evidence we're quickly approaching the time of the return of Jesus Christ. He will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and dear friend, if you know Christ as your Lord and Savior, you and I will be caught up together to meet Him in the air. Boy, with that truth, nothing left for me to say on this little time together with you, except let's keep looking up until...